Lights out. Welcome, everyone, once again to another episode of Sleep Tech Talk, the sleep podcast with your hosts and friends, Robert Miller, Emerson Kerr, and me, Dr. Jerry George Moneycrow. And once again, for all you sleep professionals out there, we bring you another fantastic, fabulous guest. And uh, to tell a little bit more about this guest, I'm going to toss it off to Emerson. Hey, thanks, Jerry. Hello, everybody. We're excited to have our good friend Matthew Allard with us. We've known we've known Matt for a long time now. It's uh, also a former Phillips colleague. That's how we got connected. Seems like an eon ago, but um, you know, great things like a lot of us. Matthew's going on to do some really cool things, and is now with Somnomed. And if I understand right, the Southern Region Business Development Manager for Somnomed USA, which that's a lot of dirt to have to cover, but um, we just uh, appreciate, Matt, you being here with us today. And one of the things that we love to ask everybody, because no one seems to ever plan to get into sleep medicine, at least not, not anyone we've met so far. How, how did you get here? So my, my story is really unique, and it's very personal. And uh, anybody who knows me knows that um, I'm the type of person that's kind of an open book. So truth be told, how I got into sleep was that my ex-wife had a lot of sleep issues. So I started in sleep, literally in 1999, uh, by way of 2005, met with some amazing doctors at Stanford, found out that Kelly had a unique, uh, that a CPAP just wasn't good enough, ended up having myofascial reconstruction, chin implants. So I was all in as far as a spouse learning about sleep. Back then, respironics, I even messed around with ResMed a little bit, trying to get these masks right. Fast forward 2015, I am a single father, and I was working in the oil field traveling all over the world, and I needed to be home every night, and I don't believe in coincidence. A recruiter reached out when they said Phillips. I figured it was Phillips with the oil field, and go figure. I sat down with a gentleman by the name of Ben Kitchen, and the first thing he told me is, we can't pay you what you make, sir, and I said, I just need a job. I will work hard. I will be dedicated. I just need to be home every night to be with my daughter. Lo and behold, that uh, Phillips ended up having an employee in Louisiana that had worked there 12 years at the time, Lori Spigner. And she knew me from youth ministry. I used to be a youth minister. And then up in Oklahoma, they had someone that was there almost 15 years by the name of Casey Cobb, who I had known since 1993, had no idea either one of them worked for this company. So they had written Ben a letter about my personality my integrity and the type of person I am. And to this day, and I will include Somnomet in that, my journey with Phillips was absolutely life-changing and I loved that job. That's absolutely fascinating. It's such a small world, you know, and now what you're doing, it's interesting that you would, you know, the, the facial cranial uh, type things that you've had to deal with in the past yeah. that brought you here, you're at least interested in sleep medicine. And now you're, you're in that space, you're doing oral appliances and such an innovative field, you know, how did you get connected with Somnomed? And I mean, it seems like you're, you're in, you're neck deep, man. You fell in love with it, transitioned over. Yeah. Tell us about that journey. So truth be told, I'm one of those Phillips guys that still loves Phillips. And I was one of those January babies, right? And I think we all know what that means. 
Um, I was actually let go from Phillips, asked to go to the Respiratech side, but I had an awesome opportunity to become director of managed care for Shield Healthcare. Then this little thing called COVID-19, remember we called it back then, COVID-19? Um, and so um, after furloughing many people and then my job disappeared, um, an ex-Phillips employee reached out to me, who is the VP of North America, Matt Conlon, for this company called Somnomed. Never even heard of them. Never heard of any of really the appliances besides TAP um, and Keith Thornton out of Dallas. And so uh, they wanted to interview me. And this is in the middle of COVID. And I took it as kind of a sign just to spend more time in Louisiana with my daughter, build a house. Matt Conlon and now my manager, uh, Louis Myers, sat me down and said, we have a vision. And we think you can be that person with your connections in the sleep world, sleep MDs and everything you do. But I never called on a dentist in my life, but we started what we call the medical initiative. And so I decided to take this job in September of 2020. And I tell you, it's been life changing with obvious what we kind of talked off camera about uh, not only the, the coronavirus that it believe it or not, they do have it in Texas. Um, but more importantly, is that the Phillips recall that happened 10 months ago that has been life changing for, for me and more importantly for patients. Matthew, I'm, I'm a little bit interested in hearing you. You've been on the CPAP side of the business, yep. and now you're in the oral appliance space. And, and yes, I love what you, you actually said before we, we started the show today, where you were talking about, in, at least in your area, how the, and, and you, you heard on the podcast with Dr. Elliott how there is a great divide. I talked about it actually during that podcast, uh, that there's this great divide between, you know, dentist and sleep medicine and or sort of traditional sleep medicine. You're you're sort of unique because you've been on both sides now. So right. talk a little bit about that. I think it's, again, it, it's, uh, Jerry knows me really well. Uh, Jerry and I kind of have a personal relationship. So I have no other skills, right? I'm not that bright. I'm not the best salesperson. I think the gift that I have is I've always been able to put the, the right people in looking. the right room at the right time. And I've always been a connector. And so the vision for this medical initiative is simply this, is that there was a need Let's just take the, the mere fact that there are non-compliant CPAP patients. By the way, my daughter, 17, has been on a CPAP for three years. She has the same thing that, that my ex-wife has. So eventually she'll have the surgery. My daughter is unique. She loves her CPAP. I still think CPAP is the best therapy, but there's people that were non-compliant. So my first goal was, how are we treating these patients that are non-compliant? Is there an option for that AHI of 30 or below? That's what we're indicated for which I called an oral device. I think an appliance is something you can wash clothes in and dishes and whatever. But I called an oral device and I put it on that same level because of the, the things that I see. So I simply did this. I went to the people that I trusted the most, even before I took the job. A lot of them were Phillips people, MDs and people I trusted and said, hey, here's this opportunity. What do you guys think of this? And I would tell you that nine out of 10, literally nine out of the 10 people said, Allard, you'd be perfect for this. You know the right people. There's going to be a need there. These mom and pop places have shut down that are sleep labs. I have the relationships within the hospitals. How do I get that dentist and that MD to get together? Not knowing that there had been a divide for all these years, AASM, AADSM. They used to go back-to-back conferences. Now they're in two totally different states, two totally different times, but it was a challenge. And if anybody knows something about me, I'm going to build rapport. I'm going to gain trust. And I'm going to build those relationships. And something that I've been able to do in the short amount of time is build those relationships. 
especially in the state of Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Louisiana, and the Gulf Coast, where I already have these relationships, and say, listen, there's got to be a better option. There's got to be something for these patients. A patient, if we believe on this podcast and your audience believes that OSA is that severe, we do all the testing, we do the screening, we do the HST or in-lab, then we get them checked out again, and then we send them to a DME to get a CPAP, and they can't get a CPAP for 100 days average, and that's including VA. Do we really think that we're putting the importance on it that it needs to be to save lives? And so what I simply did was come up with a term, rescue therapy. Right now, what Aaron was talking about, Dr. Aaron Elliott was talking about that there's this misconception that this device that I hold, this is the Avant that we sell right now, is going to charge patients $6,000. That's not true. This device right here and all of what Somnomed carries is covered on managed care. And it's covered legally and ethically on managed care. And it was getting those doctors to kind of see that dentists, and y'all even said in the podcast, they'll just take off on Fridays and they have the best time. We have dentists out there that are board certified. They're called diplomates. that do an amazing job. They're the first ones that look in the mouth and they're teaming up with doctors. So this is what I did, a long way to answer your question, Robert. I took an MD, a sleep MD. I took an ENT. I took a sleep dentist. I took a DME. I took a Phillips person. I took an Inspire person, and I took a Respiracardia person, and I'll put them in the same room. And I said, guys, this is the patient pathway. If a patient walks in, we need to keep this stickiness. Long gone are the times where we're fighting over these little nugget patients when apneic patients are everywhere. They're everywhere, and we're losing them. We're losing them for the CPAP recall. We're losing them to not doing follow-up. We're losing them to not doing the care that they need. And that's why I value this podcast because it's called Sleep Tech Talk. Our sleep techs are doing amazing jobs. The second thing I did was teach sleep techs. And I had to steal this from the naval bases and other people and, and speaking with Jerry on how in the heck did he do it in Houston where we take this oral device and they go in lab and we titrate that with a nasal cannula or nasal mask. How do we do that? How does that work? And so I went to my friends, the experts in the field, and said, how can we do this? And so that is what I did. So I incorporated everybody and made it about the patient. It wasn't easy, and I'm not totally successful yet, but it's the reason I started the podcast. It's the reason I'm excited now. And I just think that all of us working together to save lives is the best possible goal that we all should have. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the compliance on oral with an oral appliance? You know, you're going to see people that say, well, putting something on somebody's face is bad enough. Now, sticking it inside their mouth, how is that going to work? So I'm so blessed, man. I work with uh, Michael Adame down in Macau, and he also sits on the AADSM. And I was so fortunate to work with him and a physician. They co-authored a paper, and they're actually going to be speaking at AASM on dual therapy. So we talk about compliance. We know for a fact, all of us in the CPAP world, if we're being completely honest, it's always like, like we hear about the first marriage divorce rate. It's around 50%. Let's just call it. At Sonomed, we have this really cool thing called the effectiveness equation. And basically what it does is it simulates. It takes basically whatever HI that patient is, and we put them on a CPAP, and we put them on an oral device. And we use 16 different studies that are highly ranked out there. Phillips uses a lot of these studies. And it basically takes that and says, how long will that patient stay on this therapy? 
Well, with managed care, we know that the, the old rule, and it's still the rule, what makes a person compliant on a CPAT is, you know, what is it, five out of seven days, four hours a night. But, you know, we know for a fact that someone will keep an oral device on longer. Now, the efficacy is the big question, right? They're like, well, how can we quantify the efficacy? Well, we're getting there, and that's coming soon. But I will tell you that the people that I've worked with, I also think AHI is antiquated. And don't get mad at me, Emerson, because I think that if we're just measuring AHI, I have been in a room with someone that had an AHI of 65. They could not wear their CPAP. They put on an Avant, and they went down to like an 18. That's successful. That person's wearing that. And so to me, the compliance is important, but it's also we have to be very subjective and it has to be very individualized to each person. Matt, that's awesome because um, a little bit of what you said, Shri Roy uh, touched on that at the in the last episode that, that came out. So those of you who want to have a kind of a window to what Matt was talking about, you need to be sure you listen to that episode. But... Um, I really want you to touch on your podcast. Sure. Oh, no. I love my podcast. Uh, Yeah. People always ask, it's called Sleeping Around the Podcast. I'm telling you guys, we're so blessed. We're we're so blessed. So how did it start? So um, I met an amazing uh, sleep dentist by the name of Brandon Hedgecock, and he's down in Austin, Texas. He's a UT guy. I'm an OU guy, right? Uh, We're both pretty full of ourselves. So getting us two in the room was going to be – you know, collision, right? Well, we ended up getting along very well. My past, I'm so blessed. I mentioned Casey Cobb earlier, who still is with Phillips, by the way. His wife is an amazing singer. I grew up in a town in Oklahoma where everybody sang. Cross Canadian Ragweed came from my high school. 10 years before me, Garth Brooks came from my high school. I cannot sing a lick or play an instrument. Jerry knows this. When I drink a little too much, I love to sing. But you do have friends in low places, right? I have many friends. So I have sleep friends. I have musician friends. I have CEO friends. I just have a lot of people that are really cool. So the idea was, hey, let's put a podcast out there, a high performing podcast or camera shoot. Let's go all in and go for that target range of age 25 to 45. And if we tickle them with a feather, we're tickling them with great musicians from Nashville, Oklahoma, uh, all over. We've had some amazing. I have the CEO of my competitor. I'm the CEO of my competitor on my podcast. Anything that we could get more eyeballs on the importance of sleep. And and here's one thing I want to say before Jerry cuts me off because I've seen every episode you usually tell me to go to bed or something. The cool thing about the podcast, guys, is we're changing lives. My whole purpose in life is to serve. I've known that from an early age. And if I can affect somebody's life, just one person's life every single day, just one person, whether they, they hear a song and it inspires them, whether they get an oral device and it fits, whether they stay on a CPAP, whether they're inspired by something that I know I've done my job and I know this podcast working. We had an episode on narcolepsy and Dr. Tiffany Stratton was very open about her personal journey through this. I cannot tell you the feedback we've been getting from it. And what's cool about our podcast, and I think what Jerry really likes, is we drink. I don't wear sleeves so people can see my tattoos and I'm not dressed professional. We're laid back, but yet we put sleep to the importance and health, and we talk about our own journeys. We interview some great guests, and let me tell you something, man. It is blowing up. Just picked up four new sponsors last week. We got this amazing ranking. I don't know how we got that ranking, but you know, people are watching, and here's the cool thing, Jerry. They're not really watching us because our number one thing is iTunes. 
The second is Spotify. And then the third is, is YouTube. You can tell that I have a, a face for, for radio. But we are excited. And, and as long as we're spreading the message of getting people help, help them breathe, then I know we're doing the right thing. And thank you for asking about the podcast. Just in case. Uh, there you go. Once again, folks, that's the sleeping around the podcast. I know it's a little provocative. So make sure you put the podcast when you type it in. <laughs> You'll get something else if you don't, right? So, <laughs> but hey, uh, we are out of time and we thank yes, you so sir. much for joining us. Uh, this has been absolutely awesome. Where could people find you? you like you said, sleeping around the podcast, they can yeah. find on iTunes, Spotify. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, most other platforms. Where else can they? And, and, and any social media outlet except TikTok. I refuse to get on that TikTok. Well, maybe one day I will. But no, yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Sleeping Around the Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, I heard the kids really like that stuff. So. Um, you can find us on Sleeping Around the Podcast on Facebook, Sleeping Around the Podcast at YouTube. But more importantly, guys, I just want to thank all of you. You guys all represent what's best about what we do. And I'm just uh, so honored to be on the podcast, gentlemen. So thank you for having me. Hey, Matt, and uh, one more thing. Where, where could they get more information about Somnomed or how could they come? Thank you. Or anybody just else? Google Somnomed. I, I'm a big proponent of Somnomed. Anytime you go to uh, sleep around the podcast, you'll be able to get a hold of me through Somnomed as well. Also, an example, if you live in South Carolina, I know you live in North Carolina, Robert. If you live in South Carolina, then you will still be able to find a Somnomed rep in that area. You're sleeping around the podcast. But again, Solomon is the company I work for. Excellent. Well, Matt, thank you so much. We sincerely appreciate you joining us. And uh, thank you so much for the time. I know you're really busy trying to juggle your own podcast. Right. You have a huge, huge territory to take care of. So we really appreciate you making time. And I know you don't do other other shows. So we, we sincerely appreciate this. You got it. And, and Robert and Emerson, I'll see you guys in North Carolina. Jerry, I'll be in touch, my friend. God Sounds bless good. You guys. God, no, bless God bless you. Thank and you. we want to thank all our, uh, the rest of our audience and all our listeners, the viewers out there. Thank you so much for all the support you've given us, the thumbs up, the likes, the what have yous. Be sure to share it with all your friends, family, all the sleep techs out there. And until next time, we just want to say lights on.